Welcome to Service Evolution, America's premier destination for service industry leaders. We deliver the advice and insight you need to get ahead in your career, learn new skills, and succeed in the competitive world of service. Our podcast features experts from across the country who provide their valuable insight on topics such as branding, strategy building, and customer service. Whether you're just starting out or looking for ways to take your company to the next level, join us and discover how to make a positive impact today. What's up, guys? Welcome to Service Evolution, the best darn podcast on the planet. What's up? Jim Robinson's here with me today. How are you doing, sir? Outstanding. I'm ready to get this 23 going, man. Let's go. I am so excited. I don't know what it is, but this year I woke up after being on vacation, bored, and I'm like, ready to go. And so you were asleep for the whole year, I and this year like you it. woke up. I felt like it. That's that's awesome. <laughs> no, I am, but I'm really excited for this year. I think it's going to be some cool stuff happening. We got a lot of changes from 2022. In fact, we're going to be talking about leadership trends from 22, and what is about to change here? Because, you know... One thing is always constant and it's changed, but I think 2022 was a year full of changes across the entire globe. So many things happened and leadership is really no different. We had a lot of stuff that, that really is going to, I think going forward is going to change. Uh, one that can I ask you, you know, you know, it's a tradition. We do like to talk about what we're reading. And so starting off in 2022, what is a book you're reading right now to start off the year? Well, let me look it up real quick. Yes, sir. Yeah, I- it is. It's by the founder of Home Depot. It's the uh, Kick Up the Dust. I just downloaded that one. Yeah, that's. Uh, I think I've been talking about it the last couple yeah. of weeks. It's a fresh start for me on on this book. Last one I read was uh, Great by Choice. But yeah, that's my new read, and I'm excited to get it. it this uh, this guy's I think 92 years old now, full of wisdom, and of course one of the co-founders of Home Depot as we know Home Depot today. So. Certainly a good read. I think there's some opportunity there, certainly in a leadership perspective. I've heard it is a great book. I am looking forward to getting into that one, too. I did download it. I am an audible guy for sure, 100%. So, yeah, I, I just started uh, Jocko's new book. That is the leadership strategy and, and tactics. It's like a couple hour read. Yeah, That's easy. Quick. Go ahead. It's, gonna, it's, like a, it's like a field manual for leadership. It's interesting. Yeah. I, I always like his take on stuff. We're going to be hopping into this. I want to ask you, what changes in leadership do you expect from 2022 to 23? Just off the top of your head, what would be the thing you would you you think is going to happen or should happen? I think leaders are going to get back to where they're supposed to be. I think that we're going to see a shift in leadership. Leaders are going to, those that kind of went astray from the COVID era, the work from home era, the uh, I think we're going to see them get grounded again back in some of their fundamentals of what, you know, what made them great to start with. They're going to get back to some of that fundamental. That's, a, that's critical change. If we don't see that change, we'll see leadership that will be diminished quickly. I think leaders, if they're changing things just to change and try to stay current, that's when they get diminished very quickly and they become obsolete. It's like a new pair of shoes. Mm. If you have to have the current pair of shoes, they become obsolete in six months. Why not just wait six months and buy a great pair of shoes? You don't have to be number one on that. It's the same thing in leadership, really. It's if you keep changing just to change, you, you'll be obsolete very quickly, much like the, the pair of shoes you're buying. 
So you've got to keep your basic fundamentals, but I think we're going to see some of this leadership get back to some of the basics. They've lost their way. They got intimidated or scared. So I think some of that's going to shift back to what really matters, what makes things work. There's a basic popcorn trail. There's a roadmap from A to B. And if we get back to that, we won't lose our way. And we didn't we didn't change a bunch of stuff for that during the COVID and all that. We just engaged our our teammates. We said, how do you guys want to how do you want to approach this? What does this look like for you? And then we went with that and it matched our fundamentals that at our core, they automatically knew what to do. I felt like 22 was kind of a shiny object year. Like, you know, like leadership is looking for something new to try and they have all these new circumstances. So they, they feel like they have to reinvent the will, you know, whether it's DEI or work from home or, you know, it just seems like there's so many yeah. things going on that I think you're right. Like they need to get back to the core basics. Yeah. Get back to the fundamentals. I, I think we're going to see some of that shifting. If you follow any of those circuits of leadership, you will see that the ones that are really stepping out ahead are the ones that have stuck to their fundamentals. Mm-hmm. And didn't change. They are they're changing up the recipe a little bit. They're modifying certain things, but the fundamentals don't change. How we get from A to B, we've modified slightly, but we still are practicing our fundamentals. Very important that we stick to that. If we don't, we've lost our leadership. I agree. I'm wondering, like, how how do you expect the role of leaders to kind of evolve then from 22 to 23? Like, what's that look like? Well, they're going to they're going to find their way again, I guess I would say without getting too uh going extreme here. It's uh they have they being all these leaders that have kind of went a, run amok. They've tried to match the run amok people on the team and that's just created more chaos. If you look at, you know, it depends on what your opinion is, but Washington doesn't have leaderships capitals of states don't have leaderships you could probably count on one hand how many of the 50 states actually have quality leadership so they don't have any examples so you got to go find better examples and the fundamentals that have been practiced year over year even though they've been amended or modified slightly the fundamentals are still there to be a quality leader power of influence and persuasion what else do you got to have don't don't be running on a wild goose chase trying to chase every shiny object because that's when you will be diminished. You will be obsolete in a nanosecond, just like the shoe. Yeah, that's interesting. I think we we definitely, as leaders, we're looking at all the things going on in the world and kind of letting them lead them in a way, you know, as opposed to sticking to their core or sticking to their their, you know what they know their fundamental leadership is. And, and I, I mean, honestly, understandable. There, so many things happened last year that just shifted. And I, I think people felt like the ground was just shifting beneath their feet constantly. Like, you know, if it wasn't for, you know, a looming recession and not recession, it's down for the, you know, the whole year and up and down, you know, there's so many different facets. And in the service industry, I feel like a lot of companies kind of feel a little beholden to the market and what's going on out there. And I think it's going to require maybe, I don't know, are, are there new skills that 
leaders are going to need in you know in twenty three compared to twenty two? Or are they I mean, what are they looking at? Yeah, the the new skill is is the one that started in you know the eighteen hundreds <laughs> or seventeen hundreds. Yeah. It's a brand new yeah, skill. It is influence and persuasion, and it the change I see that is going to happen is the leaders are being led by chaos and noise. And if you're being led by noise, because you can turn on the noise any time of the day or night on, on your socials, on, on your news channels, you can get all kinds of noise. And if you're following the noise, you're going to be obsolete. You don't exist as a leader if that's what you're following. You've got to stick to fundamentals. You've got to make sure folks are secure in what they're doing and how they're serving, how you're serving the people on your team. That's basic fundamentals been around for 100 years. We do it a little bit differently today in some slight variation of the original formula, but we still do the exact same formula. Yeah, We drive the same result. We have to inspire people to be better tomorrow than they were yesterday. Leaders that have lost that, that are running amok, listening to noise, they're either going to go away or they're going to get back to fundamentals. They get back to fundamentals, they're going to thrive, and so will their companies. That makes sense. Last year when we did this show, and we're talking about leadership trends in 22. Communication came up a lot. And I know technology came up and we talked a lot about that. And I don't think 22 was, I mean, implemented to me was the year of AI uh, and, and so many things. And I know as leaders, we had to think about how to use AI, where to use it, where it's appropriate. Should we be using it? I don't know. There's a lot. And when it comes to communication, do you feel like that is going to affect how we communicate with people? Is it shifting? Do leaders need to look at changing the way that, of communication style they have from 22 to 23? Is there kind of shifts that need to be made to accommodate all those changes? I don't know. My feedback that I get on a regular basis from employees, teammates, are let's keep doing what we're doing because it's working. Mm. 38 years in business we have some really core fundamental values that we don't vary from. We stay the course. People like to go to work for us because of that. They, they find us, ask, can they have a job? So we're not going to change how we do our core belief system. Is communication changing? Yeah, this technology. I got a new phone a couple of weeks ago. It's a fascinating piece of equipment. But it's still a phone call. You still talk to somebody. I still text somebody and I communicate in their way through the same device that I've had. The last one was four years old. Yeah. So is communication changing? Yeah. This thing has way more memory. I'm still doing the same thing. It's still a phone call, still a text or still an email. So technology is evolving very quickly. As far as AI, we're abused all day long by AI. We are. Our algorithms, are, and I say abused because they bombard us with noise. And it's because if we shop or buy something, I could buy a sheet of plywood using my phone. I'm going to get hit by every lumber store trying to sell me more sheets of plywood. AI is really, really good, and it may serve a purpose, but it also creates a lot of noise because it's unrefined. And that noise is what is detouring a lot of productivity. Be careful with the noise. There's a lot of it coming at us. It's nonstop. Yeah, it's exactly. I love the way you put that. That's exactly what I was thinking of. I mean, at 
it's it's so crazy the algorithms and AI and how smart it is. And I was reading some to statistic. Oh man, I wish I could remember it. I think it was like eighty plus percent or ninety plus percent of the people in the world have already interacted with the AI, not even knowing it, not knowing. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's staggering. First of all, yeah. and, but that just the the noise part of it, I feel like is going to be a challenge for people to really get through and focus on what it really means to buy in and, and go on on their team and their, and their leader and their, and their clients and, and try not yeah. to be, you know, n- not have AI be that shiny object. That's just steering them away. Yeah. I think there's a, I think there's a purpose. I think there's some effort there. It's been going on for yeah. years. They've been collecting all this data and now because they have all this data, it's just really noisy on our computers. We have all kinds of filters. We have all kinds of stuff trying to block the noise. AI will get more and more refined as it grows. It's its own little living organism at this point. And it's going to get more refined and it's going to know to shut out the noise that we won't respond to. And that's probably this year, probably next year. And I think it'll be evolving forever, but we've got to be conscious of that. We're getting a lot of noise. That is a giant distraction to productivity it's a giant distraction to our leadership capabilities. We're being threatened by something that we're, isn't truly a threat. We're being accused of things that is really not even an accurate accusation. So we've got to be careful of that noise. AI is creating some of that problem, um, and society is contributing to the AI problem. Yes, absolutely. So we've got to be able we've got to be able to shut some of that noise off and get back to just the basic fundamentals. The fundamentals win. Yeah. Look at the world, how much they've won the world over, every space. And it's by fundamentals, not by a bunch of new rules that collapse you. People revolt. Things happen when you make a bunch of new rules. We don't need more rules. We need a few rules. But if you get rid of all of the rules, chaos ensues and you become obsolete. So really important. We pay attention to what noise is versus what the fundamentals are. If you shut out all that noise, you're going to win. One of the things that became a huge subject in 22 was remote work. Still is. I think it's still a driving force in the talk in HR and in service industries and how to deal with it. I think you're right. I think we, you know, we didn't really buy into that that much at all. Uh, and, And I think there's a lot of companies that are bringing people back, but do you believe that remote working environments change fundamentally how you know teams collaborate together and work together? Is that why you kind of said, no, we're going to stick to our fundamentals? Uh, well, working remotely has been around forever. Society and all of the noise has heightened what it means or doesn't mean. So people have been working from home for years, uh, certainly that I've been paying attention some of our very our our clients have been working from home offices for many years, twenty years. Yeah. So it's not a new thing. It's just because of the noise created around the subject, people capitalized on trying to make it noisier. I think is what happened over the last couple of years because of COVID. Our entry level positions got farmed to the home office that doesn't exist. It literally is the kitchen table that you can't sit at for more than an hour. Yeah. It's it's the phone, it's the laptop versus large screen computers that you can actually function from. That was a mistake. 
we didn't make that mistake. We didn't go home. We didn't do all that. We stayed with our basic fundamentals. We need to engage our higher level folks that have been around and had the stepping stones to grow and mature into a career. Those folks still work remotely. They traveled around planes. They, that never stopped even through the worst of COVID. So it's um, the noise in society escalates and makes it heightened it in some way, either negative or positive, but it gets heightened unnecessarily. And so we just got to pay attention to that. For me, it seems like we're going to see how unproductive we've become mm -hmm. and those small positions, new positions, the entry level, they're going to come back to the office because that's where we're going to, that's where we're going to teach them. It's where we're going to train. It's where we're going to coach them up. It's where we're going to change the world one person at a time. And it starts with you and I, when we started entry level, we had to grow, but we had to be present to do that. Outstanding. Awesome. Why? Right, we're going to take a break. Thank your sponsors. We'll be right back in just a few minutes. Stay tuned. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Service Evolution. I'm your host, Sean Black, and we are here with the guru, the man, the legend, Jim Robinson. What's up? Hey, man. Glad to be I'm, back. I'm glad Let's to have it. you back. First podcast, really, of 2023. We had so many great things happening this year in this podcast, uh, and, and we are talking today primarily about leadership trends from 2022. Last year, we had a podcast where we really kind of were predicting what's going to be happening. And I think this is kind of a reflection on what just happened. But more than that, it's really what's about the change. And, you know, we talked about you hinted on, you know, really discussing the, the noise and what's going on out there and sticking to fundamentals and leaders really kind of coming back to you know, the core beliefs or core function of leaders to be able to influence the people they lead. And, you know, I kind of want to jump into that with tools and really kind of specific technologies that you feel that you may see in 2023 this, that are specific to leadership and to, to the service industry. What do you, what, what's your prediction on that? What do you feel is going to change when it comes to tools and technology or if anything? Um, the biggest change is going to be, I think that people are going to get back to fundamentals because they're seeing themselves going out of business. Mm. If you look, if you pick any of the large, large group or large, large entity that changed their CEO and that new CEO, as an example, came in and implemented his or her changes. And then those businesses literally lost their way. We've done business with them. We've shot yeah. there. We've bought restaurants. We've bought products there. Those folks lost their way and they go away or their offerings completely change and then may no longer fit your need. You can look at countless of those opportunities. If they stayed with the basic fundamentals that they were founded on, their, their base, their foundation of how they started, if they would have stayed with that, they'd still be thriving today more than they currently are. So we can't lose that fundamental thing. We've got to get back to our basics. I think we're going to see a lot of people do that. And even with the change, you have to have a little bit of change, but you got to manage that change. And what does it look like? You can't just say, okay, we're going to make cookies this way now. When you've been putting sugar and flour in them, now you're going to take all the flour out. And <laughs> no flour. It's very piece. different. No, you know, I think it's an interesting point. I, with, and I want to be clear because... 
for people who are listening, I love what you're saying. The technology is is constantly evolving. That we're not gonna stop, right, with that. And but it's not the technology is not gonna change the way we do business in a positive manner unless we really use it in a fundamental way to serve our so serve our team, to serve our clients, and not you know, getting away from those values, you know, instead of depending on or completely changing the way we, you know, we believe those values and allowing technology to just run rampant on it. So it's, it's not that it's not going to change at all. Like you're saying, there's going to be change, but really we have to focus on the core values in order to make it successful. There's, there's varying changes every day. Uh, I'm not an anti-change no, person. I don't want to do that. I say change is really critical. Managing that change is more yeah. critical, and leadership needs to be involved to be able to manage those changes. So using technology and capitalizing on that to drive a fundamental expeditiously, maybe it goes faster, maybe something shifts in that. The fundamental didn't change. It's just how you got from A to B changed. I'm I'm perfectly aligned with the A to B transition using every tool possible, but the fundamental never changes. The drive, the core, the value, it has to be the same. If you shift out of that, you start, you may lose your yeah, way. I agree. And and we could talk about retailers and restaurants uh, for days about who lost their way and when and how it happened. Yeah, 22 saw a lot of that happening. Um, and and still on the, on the flip side, there are brands that really excelled like super excel because they really like to your point, they stuck to what they're so good at and enhanced it. They stuck to their yeah, core stuck to their core, and then, and just went all in and enhanced it. And people are drawn to that. They really are drawn to yeah. that. Yeah. People want consistency. They want to know what happens tomorrow. They want to know yeah. today and providing that certainty, which is a standard is a fundamental. You follow that raising canes. Let's just, let's just name oh, yeah. a name. They don't lose their way. They know exactly who they are. And through all of the chaos and and pandemonium, they thrived. And it was basic fundamentals. They care for their people. They do an exceptional job. And that is really the basic premise. They keep using technology and changing things, but they never lose their core value system. They still practice those fundamentals. They just do them a little bit differently. They're not serving chicken out their living room windows. No. no. So no one's working from home. They're working through that drive-thru, and that drive-thru, if you've ever seen one of their stores, is packed. man, out the line. They haven't lost their way. They're out the driveway, down the street sometimes. That's right. But they they didn't lose their way. They practiced their same core value. I think that's important, and I think that going forward, people really need to be able to incorporate that and, and take those examples that are, you know, are leading in the, in the industry and in the service industry specifically, look at them and go, all right, they're successful. Why? Well, this is why, you know, they knew who they are and they, they do a great job at that. And they just, they're authentically them. It's great. Don't change based on the noise. Yeah. Keep your fundamentals, your core values and accelerate. Yeah, on that's those. a lot of it too. I understand I understand how people get distracted. There's uh, so much going on and it's easy to go, ooh, shiny object over here. And this is one of the subjects that came up last year a lot in leadership groups and different uh, organizations that that we're a part of, that I'm a part of is, is diversity and equity and inclusion. 
And so one of the things I want to ask you is what in what ways do you think diversity inclusion initiatives may shift companies over the next year regarding leadership roles and expectations? We talk about diversity a lot. Like we were just talking about diversity a little bit ago. Well, if if you didn't have any of that and it wasn't part of your core values, you better shift, you better figure that out. We've had it as we've we've had diversity as a core part of our belief system since I started business in 85. I I didn't know another way to do it. It's because I need I need the youth, I need the old experienced, I need everybody on the team, I need all of that diversity of different levels of education so we can drive a a result for our buyer, our client. We've always practiced that. We didn't create a new set of rules to say, here's what we're going to do to do this. We've just been at our very core that we are diverse in what we do. It doesn't matter who you are, what walk of life you're from. We want you as part of the team. It's it's never been anything different for us. So if there's leaders or there's companies out there that are trying to figure this out, and they better come up with a, a a way to implement that core shift and they'll win if they can do that. If they just make it another rule, another, another bylaw of their corporation, good luck. Yeah. Good luck because the people that are watching what you're doing are, you know, highly critical of that where if it's very organic and natural process, people pick up on that and they feel it and they want to be part of it. They don't want to be part of another set of rules. I think we talked hear so much about inclusivity and including people and you know getting every head of the table and really valuing input for people because it is valuable i mean it, that's a core op, you know uh belief of who we are and i know like you're saying if, if that is not a part of who a, a company is out there today man they gotta get on it because the the people who are in the marketplace right now and it is a tough job market Right now, it is tough. I mean, there is people have choice. If you're not offering that kind of inclusivity and that opportunity to to work in an environment that's very diverse and has a lot of growth and is focused on your employees, you're just you're not going to be able to retain the people you have to begin with. They're going to yeah. go. And I mean, the really big companies are having to spell out a bunch of rules because they got employees that haven't. Yeah, it's not at their yeah. core to be inclusive. It's not at their core, but these companies need to one, they need to be able to shift their core values to where it becomes a natural, you know, very organic process. We've never seen it any differently. So it's, it's at who we are and everybody that comes in feels that. With the, with diversity and and inclusion last year, I think a big conversation topic was, it was really diversity with generations and if you look at our organization, it's very diverse. We have generations, you know, we have millennials, we have Gen Xers, we have boomers. We have, I mean, this, there's so many different generations, but do you see any kind of shift or change from 22 to 23 when it comes to a generational topic or a generational shift in leadership? I think we'll we'll be paying more attention to that this year. I think we've become better at managing through those mm. things. I think it's really important that we continue to explore, you know, the communication skills that it takes, because that's really what it is. It's how we communicate to each other, regardless if you're two years old or or 52 years old or 102. 
you're going to, you're going to speak differently to each one of those folks. And all we got to do is keep learning that. I think that's going to continue in 23. It will at CGP. We will continue to be uh, as open to the conversation to making sure we're driving the same standard or result. And we have to do that generationally. That matter. That's the change part. We're still going from A to B. We're just going to get there a little bit differently. We may have to route around some things, but we're still going to deliver B. So we will work on that. I think other companies will be doing the same thing. You figure society has to pick on something. <laughs> That's right. They, they literally pull something out that got brought up and then boom, it becomes the socials. It becomes the networks. And then it becomes the capitalized moment. I think the generational diversity, I think, is a big topic right now. And I think it will continue th- through 23. Yeah, I agree. There are definitely a lot of leadership experts that are talking about generational communication and changes and leadership changes. So I agree. I think it's going to be something that is going to be a focus still. And we'll have to keep our eye on it. So what's going to happen? People organically want to serve each other, right? We want people to have a nice life. We don't intentionally go out and try to damage or hurt somebody. And so we got to be careful with what subject society starts heading on because we fall prey to their interpretation of it. We have to be careful of that. And that's why I say the fundamentals in business are really critical that we stay the course. Yes, we'll modify, but we got to stay the course. Stick to the fundamentals, have high core values, be accepting, be diverse, and learn how to communicate with each other. We do that organically without having to have the socials tell us. So we're going to wrap up. We're out of time. First show of the year. Thank you so much for being a part. I'm excited to continue this. Man, it's going to be a great year for Service Evolution. To wrap up, we talked about the fundamentals. We talked about really going all in on your team, investing in them. Core values are going to be important going forward. No matter what the change is, no matter what's going on in the environment with all the noise, if you had to give one piece of advice for people who are in service industry or and beyond, for leadership, what would it be for 23? So we talked a lot about core values right now. So core values is like, it's been the hot topic for the last three or four years in the, in the leadership circles and corporate build and all that is making sure you get your core values defined, limited to 10, whatever. And for me, the discovery has also been that core values, if you don't get your core values right, it's a stopping point for your company. It's a stopping point for growth for your employees. So you got to make sure that your core values are clearly defined and they're typically f- founded on the, f- the original founder of the entity. So if you, if you look at those core values, make sure they're not a stumbling point. Make sure they're a growth point. It's just something to grow into for the teammates coming in. Um, but be cognizant of that. Be very aware of what those core values do or don't do. Outstanding. Awesome, man. Well done. I'm so glad to be doing this with you. I'm excited for this year. Thank you so much. And uh, for everyone who is listening out there in your favorite podcast platform, don't forget to give us a like, subscribe. If you like the value that we're providing and man, stay tuned because this year is going to be packed full of amazing guests. So make sure to not miss that. Hit subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, Hit the bell for notifications so you'll be sure to get notified when our new videos drop. And for everyone here at Service Evolution, 
Thank you. We'll see you at the next episode. Thanks, Jim. Thank you. See you later.